Welcome to Gender Z. I'm Bren Bartel. And I'm Michelle Leong. And today we're going to talk about a rather serious topic. As you probably know, recently a gunman went into a school in Valdi, Texas and murdered 19 children and two teachers. As of what I am aware of, as when we are recording this, the police, the first shot was fired around 12.05. The police did not enter the building until 12.50. And they stood in a hallway outside the classroom. Um, Children inside the classroom were were calling 911, screaming for help. One of the 11-year-olds next to her dead classmate smeared her dead classmate's blood over her to and pretended she was dead to stay alive. Um, Parents were actively outside yelling and crying and screaming and begging the police to go inside and save their children. And it's horrible. I mean, after Parkland, the Supreme Court ruled that it is not technically police officers' responsibility to essentially keep us safe in schools. I mean, the SRO at Parkland was sitting outside in his car. Um, And one of the things that the policeman stated was, I don't want to get shot. It's, no one wants to get shot. Mm -hmm. But that is a line of work where guns are okay. When you carry a gun for your line of work, you are likely to encounter one. They're 10. And you waited in a hallway while there was an active shooter in a classroom shooting people. There are some parents who are considering having an open casket funeral so that people can see what happened to their children. Um... There was also, uh, I read this in one of the articles a few days ago, and it was like, there was a police officer that said, like, who ne- who yelled, who needs help, or something like that, mm-hmm. and there was a teacher who was like, you know, like, I'm here, like, help, right, and then obviously, and then the gun it. shot her. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember if it was a teacher or a student, but that, yeah. Yeah. And this is not a commentary on police it isn't obviously michelle and i are more liberal leaning (laughs) um in our politics Mm -hmm. so and as two people of marginalized communities who have friends in marginalized communities the police have not always been our community's friends so i think it's safe to say that michelle and i are at the very least skeptical or um very careful around police um you can't tr- like i don't know i can't trust them to keep me safe i can't exactly. be exactly oh there's a police there i'm i'm not gonna get hurt at all like, i am so- yeah i don't feel that i'm someone who is terrified of guns um unfortunately there is history in my life with gun violence that has led to some traumatic instances no i will not elaborate <laughs> Keep your noses to yourself. Um, But like, even when we had an SRO on campus, I I hated being near him because I could see his gun. 
you know. I don't know. I didn't feel any safer, honestly. Exactly. And, you know, SROs statistically target students of color more. So, but anyway, this is not a commentary (laughs) on police. We already know there's a lot of society. Yes. And how they interact with our communities. Mm -hmm. Um, This is kind of a take on school shootings. Michelle and I both still actively attend a public high school every day. It's been 20 years. And like the, I saw this terrifying tweet. That's this, the oldest Columbine survivor. So he was the oldest guy in Columbine, the oldest guy at his school. Mm-hmm. His young, his, his oldest just graduated from high school. And he is still living in this world where his children's school could get shot up. So when we see school shootings, it is typically at public institutions, public schools. Um, they are typically at uh, like um, K through 12, not not universities while shootings do happen on universities mm-hmm. um, yeah. it's it's a little different um and this is this is one of the deadliest shootings since so it's like columbine and sandy hook um parkland and parkland there was 17 this one was 21 mm-hmm. um so you know as as a high schooler who goes to a public high school who has done active shooter drills. How are you feeling, Michelle? How what how do you feel about the possibility of school shootings? Do you, how is that anxiety for you? What's what's going on in your brain? Um I think after hearing that, you just realize like the possibilities of that happening at your own school a lot more. Like you just know that like like, in my head, I was like, this could totally happen at our school. You just don't know. Like, you don't know. It could happen to, like, the elementary school that I went to, like, many years ago. It could happen to the middle school that I was in, like, a few years ago. Like, it could happen to literally any public school, like, at your own school. You're like, oh, my God, someone could totally do that. And you just you just realize that you're like, I didn't really think about this for, like, the longest period of time. And the fact that it happened just shows you you know what this is the world that we live in this could happen to me like yeah and i'd like to point out as well that a lot of conservatives i find blame it on mental health oh god australia has approximately the same amount of mental health issues as we do. After the mass shooting at a mosque that had to be, wow, three, four years ago, they like banned all semi automatic and automatic rifles. They haven't had a mass shooting since. Not to the degree of, of the hate crime on the mosque. Um, mm-hmm. I don't remember which city it was in, but it was almost immediate. And that wasn't even a school. Like, how? 
I feel like being a high being a high schooler is terrifying. However, we are closest to adulthood. Being an adult at eighteen and being responsible for everything is also very terrifying. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't think a lot of people think of eighteen year olds as like adults. No, because while you are technically legally an adult, you're still like figuring out the world, figuring out your place. These people were ten and eleven. I don't think no one deserves to bury their child. No one deserves to bury their child. No one no one should even go through that. Like that's exactly. Like know, it is expected of every human being that they will bury their parents. Because their parents are older than them. They'll die before them. But having to bury your child, especially when they're only ten. Yeah. They're literally innocent human beings who are exactly going about, you know, playing at recess, you know, eating lunch, hanging out with their friends, doing everything an eleven year old should be doing. Exactly. And there's an action across the political spectrum. You know, I feel like a lot of people blame conservatives, which is true, especially all the ones that are like thoughts and prayers and then take so much money from the NRA. Um also on the left side of the spectrum Mm -hmm. nothing's happening and it's leading to death after death after death and there's this great quote that i um emmanuel ocho said um just after the shooting um if you have not heard of him highly recommend him he's a very smart man he is a new york Times selling author of uncomfortable conversations with black men and also started that series on youtube um, highly recommended if you're looking for some anti-racism work. Um, he said, prayers and faith are wonderful, but without work, they're ineffective. Yeah. At this point, I don't even want to ask the question, how many more people have to die before you care? But because it's, it's true, it's just it shows to me that it's... Nobody cares. Not nobody, but the people who have the power to care don't. Um, you know, we go to school every day. We have, I have done a handful of active shooter drills. Kids should not have to go to school and worry about getting shot up. They should have to worry about a pop quiz at most. Like, and doing an active shooter drill is very eye-opening. Because basically they teach you all these ways to get out of the building. They make sure you know all the different neighborhoods you can run into. They tell you how to pretend to play dead. They tell you how to close the blinds blinds quickly, lock the door quickly. You know, how to get out of windows and run away. You know? And every single time you do that, you realize... That it could happen. Like, you're doing this to prepare in case it happens. Because it could exactly happen. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, the whole topic of arming teachers. Every teacher I know would hate that. I've had multiple teachers tell me that they would not feel comfortable. I feel comfortable with one teacher that I have had holding and using a gun. And that's because he's an ex-Marine. And he was the person in charge of making sure our active shooter drills worked and that they were effective and that they would work 
because he understands how dangerous guns are. I was 12 when I had that conversation. What do you do past that? You know, like, how, how do you, how do you tell your students, people who you are supposed to teach, one day someone might try and kill you here? No, no, it's, it really is something that we shouldn't be, like, having to worry about and having to think about, but, like, it is, and that that literally shows you how messed up and how wrong the society is literally like what you were saying about like thoughts and prayers and like taking action and all that stuff it literally does not matter if you like yes thoughts and prayers are great like it literally doesn't matter though if you just talk about that like you have to do something and what you're saying about like just politicians not doing anything because I've seen so many videos of people just coming out and saying, like, oh my god, like, it's heartbreaking. Like, yes, we know it's heartbreaking. So can we do something to make sure that this doesn't happen again? Exactly. My, our generation has grown up in a time where school shootings are normal. Post-9-11 babies who are around our age, this has been going on our entire lives. We should not be normalized to that. Our children should not have to be normalized to that. I mean, I remember the first time I came home and I told, and my parents asked me what I did at school and I said we had an active shooter drill. I mean, the look on their faces, there's just no way to describe it. Because then that becomes a reality for them. You know, it's, it's, How, how do you breach that topic? You shouldn't, you know, if you've seen the news, you shouldn't have to explain to your child that sometimes people buy guns and do bad things. Like, can you imagine all the 10 and 11 year olds right now who know what are happening and thinking that could have been me? I can't even imagine, like, you know, the kids at the school who have survived uh, the shooting. Because, like, a lot of them saw everything that happened. Like, they, they hear about it, they see it. I've seen, like, some of those pictures and what you were saying about, like, the kid who was, like, smearing their dead classmates' blood on them to, like, pretend that they were dead. Why? Like, should an 11-year-old do that? Should they be taught how to do that and all that stuff? Like, no. Yeah. Like, watching people die in general is difficult. I mean, if you've ever watched a loved one die, like, a, a really old loved one of yours... Watching someone die is difficult. Watching someone die of a gunshot is terrifying. Watching somebody die in your school is a lifelong trauma. You're just going to have it for the rest of your life, like, in your head. And you're you're going to remember that specific moment. You're going to have that image locked in your head. There's nothing you can do. And, like... And, like, that's... I don't like guns because I don't like how easy it is to kill people with them. I'm definitely not 
a very violent person. Um, I don't even play like active shooter games, but I, I don't like guns. I don't like how easy it is to kill people with them. I especially don't like how easy it is to kill people with them with semi-automatic ref- weapons. Because if you don't know, you know, with like pistols and stuff, um, you have to reload the clip every time. And it is more typical that you have to recock it every time before mm-hmm. you fire it again. Not necessarily every gun does that, but that is pretty typical. Um, also, like, if you've seen those pistols that have, like, the round part where you literally put in six bullets instead of, like, a yeah. clip. Yeah. Like, that you see in old Western movies, you have to cock that every time before you fire it. Semi-automatic weapons are more dangerous, and automatic weapons are more dangerous because you don't have to recock it. You cock it once, and you pull the trigger, and it just shoots out, like, ten bullets. Um, so... And bullets are really damaging. You know, they shatter bones. They tear through tissue. No, they kill people. Um, yeah. Like, they kill people. They have the explosive power to go straight through your skull. What? What are we doing? Why do we, why does anyone, no one should have the power to play God like that. So why in the world are we letting 18 year old boys do it? Why is it harder to get an abortion in this country than it is to buy a gun? Yeah, because like I was, I was talking to this, um, I was talking about this to my friend um, the other day and I was like, you know what? I can get a gun when I'm 18. I'm going to be 18 in like a few months and I could go and register myself and be like, I want a gun. I want this kind of gun. I want these things. And I'm set. I can get it. It's scarily easy to buy a gun in this country. And I've, I've, what's frustrating to me is I've had. I've had people try and convince me that I should like guns. And I'm like, what? I'm like, you can't have this argument with me because you want to achieve something that you are never going to achieve. You are wasting your energy. Guns scare me. And it's not like a fear of spiders that I can get over because I know spiders are good for us and the environment. Guns kill people. I never want to be able to have the ability to to kill someone i hope that this has the way that we've talked about it have shown you how terrified of this we are this is not a a million miles away thing for us this is something that could happen tomorrow at our school and god knows how many people would die um Hopefully you can hear our fear and our exhaustion. At this point, we are begging as a generation for people to pull their head out of their ass and do something. Because we are tired of watching kids die. You want something to change? You want kids to stop dying? Do something.
they told us to vote to the kids at Parkland, and the kids at Parkland did vote. And kids are still dying. It's not about the politicians anymore. It's about a mass amount of people who refuse to give up their pride for another person's life.